Welcome to Harvest Hour with Reverend Dr. Godwin Alija. Today's message is from the vast teaching archives of the man of God, who is also the lead pastor of the Harvest Missions Chapel, Assemblies of God International Church, a first century church in the 21st century world. Join us today as we explore truths of God's word for the building up of our faith and victorious living in Christ Jesus. God bless you. Now, today's message. What is up to foreign soil? To work a distant land. Amen. We can do better than that. Amen. Well, we thank God for this morning. Uh, we are still in the season of fasting and praying. And today is day number seven of our fasting and praying. And I believe that God is already doing some things in our lives. Some of us, we may not see it now, but it is, it is happening. Amen. Please give me Mark chapter 4, verse number 35. Mark chapter 4. Um, tune the sound a little bit. I know the speakers are behind me, but tune it. Make it a little rich. Amen, 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 amen. Mark chapter 4. Are you here with me this morning? Amen. Mark chapter 4, verse number 35. On that day, when evening had come, he told them, let's cross over to the other side of the lake. So they left the crowd and took him along since he was already in the boat and other boats were with him. A fierce windstorm arose and the waves were breaking over the boat so that the boat was already being swamped. But he was in the stand sleeping on the cushion. I like that one. So they woke him and said to him, teacher, when we were young, we say chicha. Don't you care that we are going to die? He got up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Silence, be still. The wind ceased and there was a great calm. Then he said to them, Why are you fearful? Do you still have no faith? Why are you fearful? Do you still have no faith? Two weeks ago, we started talking about the power for the next level. And we identified three power lines that we all need if indeed we want to go to the next level. The first power line that we talked about was the fact that we need to be in prayer if indeed you want to move to the next level. People of God, the devil that is chasing us is a full-time devil. And we cannot face him as part-time Christians. Are you with me? He is a full-time devil. 
So some of us, we pray like chocolate spread. When you pray today, you spread it for the week. It doesn't happen like that. When you come and pray, back up, back up, back up, back up, two hours, he said, as for today, I prayed. If I don't pray the rest of the week, it's okay. No. It doesn't work like that. Because the devil is engaged 24-7. He does not rest. So, prayer must be a lifestyle. If a believer does not make prayer a lifestyle, then you will be a believer that will have a roller coaster life. Are you understanding me? So, sometimes when we come to pastors with challenges, we just want one prayer, pa, then the challenge will go, then we'll go back to sleep. It doesn't happen like that. Miracles are supposed to be our daily lives. We are supposed to be walking in miracles every day. And so, that one-time prayer, tomorrow I won't pray, the next day I won't pray, hey, 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 I haven't prayed in a long time, oh, let me pray small. That kind of habit will not take you to the next level. If you want to go to the next level, you desire to go somewhere with God, you need to persistently pray. Bible says, pray without season. Pray without season. So we want to move to the next level. And indeed, God has told us he wants to take us to the next level. He says, we are tarried around this mountain too long. Aren't you tired of where we are? Aren't you tired of being confronted with the same problem over and over again? The same issue over and over again? The same debt over and over again? Every, uh, after every 31st December, your landlord will be chasing you for rent. Aren't we tired? Aren't we ready to break camps and move to the next level? Praying should be a lifestyle. Praying should be something that we enjoy, not endure. Some of us, we endure prayer. But until you begin to enjoy prayer, you are not there yet. Until when they say let's pray, you not do mafogan, especially the teenagers. Come and let's pray. If you don't get to a point where, when you are invited to pray, you are like, hey, another opportunity. Where are we? When are we praying? When is a prayer meeting? Hey, I'm coming for a prayer meeting. I am coming to pray. Some of us, when we started this fasting and praying. We haven't shown up here. Some of us only pray when demons are chasing us. Those ones are chocolate spread Christians. It means that you wait for the devil to hit you before you pray. But a believer who is strong in faith will pray in anticipation of what the devil wants to do. Are you understanding me? So that was the first power line that we looked at and we looked at all the benefits of praying. So I want to challenge you that praying should continue. This, this week we may not be meeting here. We will only meet on Wednesday. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't, uh, on Tuesday. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't pray. That doesn't mean you shouldn't wake up at dawn and pray. Only 30 minutes. So the second power line that I want to speak on briefly 
before we leave here and we'll spend the rest of the time praying again is the power line of faith is the power line of faith you see bible says that for without faith it's impossible to please god faith is the sixth sense you know how we have five senses the sense of touch and smell and all those senses in the realms of the spirit, your sense of touch doesn't work because you can't touch spirits. In the realms of the spirit, you can't smell. The sense that you use in the realms of the spirit is the sense of faith. And that is why without faith, you don't even know how to walk in the spirit. But if you don't walk in the spirit, you end up fulfilling the desires of the flesh. So, we see an instance where Jesus told the disciples, after he had, you see, proud to this journey, we realize that Jesus told the many, uh, the many parables. And Jesus was trying to train the disciples. He said, look, I've chosen you people. I know some of you have no credentials. I know some of you, you have no testimonies. But I want to make you symbol of testimonies to the world. So he kept training them, kept teaching them, kept empowering them, performing miracles so that they would see, feeding the 5,000 in their full glare, hoping that as they followed, they would be learning. And so after that, I believe Jesus wanted to test their faith. Jesus says, let us cross over to the other side. It was Jesus who said that. It wasn't the idea of Peter. Says, says, let us cross over to the other side. And Babu said, when they started the journey, he went to sleep. And what I like about that is he slept on a cushion. Jesus is a show boy. He slept on a cushion. But in the middle of the journey, Bible says, a storm arose. And in fact, if you look at the Greek translation, it is, it is, it is significant. It, it symbolizes a, a, a demonic attack. Demonic, satanic attack. In the middle of the journey, the storm arose. And Peter saw it. He said, ah, yeah. Me, I've been fishing for 25 years. You have seen worse storms than that. Hey, James, come. Hey, John, who Stand at the back. Put the thing here. Put the anchor here. Peter wanted to show that he was macho. He tried. The storm swept him. Hey! He tried the second strategy. It swept him. He said, um, where's Bartholomew? Add Bartholomew. Bartholomew, you to get, wake up, wake up, wake up. Then he got to a place. He realized that this storm is not an ordinary storm. This storm needs something more than a degree in physiology. Some of us, we are going around and we think that it is our expertise that will save us. We think that actually we are sound. I've done it before. Things you have done before when you are doing it again, be careful. Be careful. The storm arose and they did everything would not cease because it was not an ordinary storm. Finally, they realized that if they don't do something, 
they will all perish. They will all perish. They looked at Jesus. Hey, you let's try. The man is, is tired. He's sleeping. The thing was not working. Finally, they got to a place. Peter started getting it. Fear started setting in. I don't know about you, but I don't know if you've experienced something like that before. You think you can do this. There's someone on the line. You realize that's for this one. Charlie, the dimension is taken. I need, I need some extra hands. The way you are smiling, I know you know what I'm talking about. Then finally, Peter looked at Jesus and said, Ah! In this midst of storm, Chase, in Shoni Tonawantia, Eka was gives one day. I'm sure Peter comes from the coast. So he didn't talk lightly to Jesus. Why, Jesus? Many of you Jesus! Don't you care that we die? Get up! The guy was blasting Jesus. And Jesus, I'm sure, you see, all this while, I'm sure Jesus knew what was going on. He was watching them. He knew the manipulations of the devil because he's not ignorant about any move of the devil. But he was sleeping. You see, if you are with the Lord, it doesn't matter the storm, you'll be sleeping. The sign, a good sign that shows that you are anchored in God is that when troubles come, because you have prayed, you will not fret. You see, you remember Peter in Acts chapter 6? The Bible says that they, he was arrested. After they have killed James, so he was arrested and bound between soldiers. But he was sleeping. He was sleeping. The way we fret is an indication of our prayer life. And the faith we have in God. If you're a child of God, and every time you are shaking from head to toe, and you know that kind of fear will even make you make mistakes. That kind of fear will make you throw your hands into, you know, uh, uh, throw caution to the wind and begin to misbehave. I see some ladies, they're looking at the clock. Hey, 25, I'll marry. Then the 25, Charlie, well, they don't worry, 26. The 26, the man, Rikizi comes in. No, 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 no. Okay, you don't worry. 28. 28, yeah. Then, 30. Then they start shaking small. They say, Misro. Misro. 35. Then you see, they'll start shaking. Rikizi, I cannot pop up. Whoever you are, come, come. Come, come and marry me. It's a sign of little faith. Yeah. Because you've got it to a place you think that at that point in there, if you don't help God, God cannot help. <laughs> so let's help God. So Peter screamed and called Jesus. And Jesus finally got up. And Jesus stood. Did he pray? Did the Bible say Jesus spoke in tongues? Maya, Kaba, Bono, Kaya, Machigo, Pay, Pa, Po. Jesus didn't say any of that because he walked in faith and prayer. So Jesus got up. He said, shut up. Be still. Immediately. the master. When Amega and Amega meet, you see Amega ho ho. The devil, shut up. Immediately. And the sea, with the, the storm calmed. And the sea was peaceful. 
and then Jesus looked at them. Why are you fearful? Do you still have no faith? After you have been in the church for two years, after you have listened to all these sermons, after you have been part of 21 days prayer and fasting, after you have fasted 40 days, after you have fasted seven days, after you have been anointed and you've taken communion, do you still have no faith? Do you still have no faith? Jesus was expecting them to begin to walk in faith. Jesus was expecting them that after everything I've taught you, in other words, you can be a Christian, you can be in all anointing services, but if you don't walk in faith, you will not take what belongs to you. The, the, the bigger the thing you want, the radical your faith must be. And I explained to you two weeks ago that my definition of faith is beginning to see before you see. Hebrews 11 one says, it is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith is a substance. You can hold it and touch it in the spirit. Faith is an evidence. You may not see it, but it's a spiritual currency. Faith is trusting. Sometimes we have faith in some things that sometimes I, I wonder how we can have those faith, but we don't have faith in God. You sit in church, have you ever checked the license of the driver? Do you know if it's a cab mate, mate who doesn't know how to drive? They say, 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 can she say, can she? You jump into it. Do you know the one driving you? Do you know the one driving you? You just jumped into that. You go to the restaurant, do you know the food? The food, do you, do you, Yeah, the caterers know. I can see the look on their faces. Because if you go to some kitchen and you see the pieces inside the kitchen, but you still sat and you ate. So why can't you have so Jesus was disappointed? If you have faith in all these physical things and material things, and so Bonnie, please get up. Bonnie, sit down. Please sit down. You were not afraid this chair will break. Why? You come. Giddy, giddy, giddy. You don't even check. Bam. You sit down. So, if we can exercise faith in material and physical things, why can't we exercise faith in the realms of the spirit? And the only way we can do that is based on the word of God. When the word of God says it is well with you, it means it is well with you. When the word of God says you will not die, you will live to declare the glory of God, it means you will not die. When the word of God says a thousand will fall on your side, ten thousand by your right hand side, only your eyes will behold the destruction of the wicked. It means that God says I will protect you. If the word of God says, I will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. I will anoint your head with oil. Your cup will run over. Goodness and mercy will follow you. That is what it means. Bible says that though the devil will rise against you like a storm, the spirit of God will lift a standard against the devil. Bible says that you will flourish. 
exercise physical faith, then God is expecting us to trust him. Faith is based on trust. If you don't trust, you can't have faith. And if you don't have faith, you cannot please God. You cannot please God. Let's look at an example of another man. So, so it's amazing. It's amazing. Let's, let's look at another example. Give me Romans chapter 4, verse 19. Romans chapter 4, verse 19. We'll be praying right now. But my prayer is that after this 40 days or within this 40 days, we will have radical faith. We will have unchanging faith. We will have a faith that is unwavering. Give me some background, Bonnie. Give me some background. Listen to what Bible says about Abraham. He considered his own body to be already dead. Since he was about 100 years. And the, listen, and the deadness of Sarah's womb without weakening in the faith. So, he did not waver in unbelief at God's promise, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God. Here was Father Abraham. God says, pack your things, leave the house. Let me show you where to go. He said, God, wherever you take me, I will go. He followed. That is what faith is. You trust and you follow. Followed God. God settled him. One day, God came out. Keep it a little low. God came out. God said, Abraham, look into the skies. What do you see? He said, I see stars. He said, do you see? Can you count them? He said, no, I can't. He said, that is how I'm going to bless you. That's how I'm going to bless you. He says, I will make your offsprings more than the sand of the seashore. And through you, I will bless everyone. But there was a problem. Abraham has no child. So here is God telling Abraham all these big things that he wants to do. All these mighty things. And the thing that will do the thing is not there. But Abraham kept believing God. Abraham kept trusting God. Abraham kept saying that God, I have read it. I can't see it. But because you have said it, I believe it. Because you have said it, I believe it. The reason why we displease God when we don't have faith is that it means we don't believe God. And if you're a father and your children don't believe you, you can't do much for them. Sometimes the father, they believe you, you want to go all length, not to disappoint them. Isn't it also? If somebody believes in you and the person gives you a challenge, you want to do everything. That is even with human beings. How much more the heavenly father he said, Abraham. Abraham waited. 50 years. He said, don't worry. 60 years. He was there. Some of you, 35, you are dying. 60 years. 70 years. Hey, master. That thing that you showed me, was it? Was it Sunday school rhyme or was it kindergarten play? You yourself, you took me out and you showed me those things. 100 years. Now he realized that Charlie, the Kujuvi was weak. 
the body was topomiasis. Hundred years. Have you seen a hundred year old lady? Hundred year old man. Even if they can talk. That was how weak Abraham was. And this is where many of us will give up on God. This is where many of us will say that God, Papa God, let me help you. But Bible says that he did not waver in belief at God's promise. He did not waver. This seven days, this 14 days, this 40 days, God has told you some things through his word. Do you believe it? Bible says he did not waver. And as for Sarah, they said the deadness. <laughs> it's the way Bible is speaking. Eh? He said, as for Sarah, the deadness today, the dead is dead bodies that have died. The deadness of the womb. And that is where sometimes, this day, listen, some of you, some of us uh, Christian sisters who go to gynecologists and they tell you all those rubbish. It's as if they are God. Hey, auntie, wedding 45 because they are speaking from the carnal mind and the carnal sense. Who says a 60 year old cannot give birth? But they believe God. And because they believe God, Bible says one day in the heat of the day, God sends angels. In fact, if you look at the scripture, God himself showed up at the tents. Abraham served them. And they said, they prophesied that next year by this time, you'll be holding your baby. Sarah was in the window. She laughed. Talk is cheap. Sarah laughed. They said, hey, Sarah, why did you laugh? They said, no, I didn't laugh. Hey, how can I laugh at God? Man, some of you, God has caught you. You are laughing at God. God has caught you. But the following year, God bless Sarah. I see God bless somebody with an Isaac. I say, I see God bless somebody with an Isaac. I see God bless somebody with an Isaac. There is Isaac in the making in this house. I see an Isaac. I see an Isaac. I see an Isaac. I say, I see an Isaac. If I be a man of God, this is a prophetic word. I release your Isaac. I say, I release your Isaac. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It doesn't matter how difficult it is. I release Isaac! Hey. 
you to fast what are you looking for what are you seeking before God don't waver do you know the miracle of Abraham the miracle of Abraham is not Isaac the miracle of Abraham was at 100 years they said the man was dead his body was gone when Sarah died he married again he married again. And he fired and had more children. Keturah, he fired. <laughs> I say when God begins your miracle. I say when God begins your miracle. It will blow the mind of everybody. It will blow the mind of everybody. God is going to do something in your life. People will open their mouth. When flies enter, they can't close it. Your God will shock people. Your God will shock people. I say your God will shock people. If only you believe. If only you hold on. Some of you, I can see your face. Oh, but pastor. Me, I've been praying for a long time, oh. You haven't prayed longer than Abraham. On Friday, those of us who were here, I mentioned the story of the Chinese bamboo. Chinese bamboo tree. When you plant Chinese bamboo tree, first year you won't see nothing. You'll be watering, fertilizer, culture, tilling, nothing. The whole one year. Second year, nothing. Meanwhile, can you imagine somebody always watering the ground? You say, fence. And the neighbor will be looking at him and say, this man, is he correct? 
I've been watching this man three years. He's been watching this place. But I mean, I don't see anything. I'm sure that when you leave, the person will come and look and say, ah, but there's nothing here. There's, uh, there's nothing here. Why is the man watching the thing? This lady, you've been praying three years. Yeah, why are you still going to church? This man, this faith. Eh? Four years, nothing. But a fifth year, Chinese bamboo begins to show. And within six weeks, it grows 80 feet tall. The other time we did the calculation, 80 feet is about 16 times my height. 16 times. So put one off on top. Already we have gone through the ceiling. Put another one. Put another one at 16. Within six weeks. God is no respecter of persons. God is no respecter of persons. God has sent me today to tell you don't waver in your faith. The power to move to the next level needs faith. The storms will come. Sometimes when you start fasting and praying, that's when the storms come. Like the disciples. Jesus was there. The storm came. But when the storm comes, your faith will quench it. The faith is called the shield of faith. We use it to quench every fire of doubt from the enemy. That is why it's called the shield of faith. When the enemy throws the arrow, pam, 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 fire, pam, you are blocking them with your faith. And the faith is the word of God. The faith is believing in God. The faith is knowing that God has done it. How do you build your faith? Let me give you a few things and then we pray. How do you build your faith? You build your faith, number one, by studying the word of God. If you don't have the word of God in you, there is no faith. Because faith is based on the word of God. Number two, you will lift the word of God. Anything you don't live will not happen for you. So faith is actually not an instant, instantaneous event. Faith is a walk. So you see, God is not, God is not a man that we should deceive. Or some of us, we say, oh, my entry king, I mean. Some guy who wanted money. brother Some of us we think we can trick God. We want God to just do some something and then you go. God knows the heart of man. God wants you to live the faith. God wants you to walk the faith. So if you are one leg in, one leg out, part-time Christian, and your things are lingering, you see, sometimes you can be full-time and things are not going well. That one is better. But if you are waiting for God to finish what you are asking for, then you put the other leg there. You can't trick God. You have to live in faith. Number three, you have to know the word. You have to know. Not only read it, but know. Know it. Quote it. Because that is how the shield of faith works. When the enemy came to Jesus and tempted him with food, he quoted the scripture. Jesus also quoted fire for fire. Some of you, if the devil quotes scripture right now, you'll be shaking and say, hey, 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 who tells you, hey, because you don't know the word of God. Any prophet can come and fool us. But when they fire, you understand the word of God better. You to you fire. He said, it is written that 
you know, you can turn this stone into bread. He said, man shall not live by bread alone. It is written, if you fly, and, and he said, no, 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 no. Tell the Lord your God. Don't tell the Lord your God. Number four, pray at all times with the word of God. Pray at all times with the word of God. The powerful prayers, people of God, is when you pray with the word of God. It is not when you come and complain. And um, uh, some of us, we've been praying a lot, but it's not going anywhere. Because our prayers are full of complaints. Of full of... God doesn't, God doesn't answer those things. God doesn't answer those things. But when you say, Father, according to your word... Your word says in James 4, 7, submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil. He shall flee. Your word says in Jude 20, that building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Your word says in Romans chapter 12, do not be conformed to the pattern of this word. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Your word says in John chapter 1, in the beginning was the word. The word was God. The word was with God. So right now I declare, you make declarations based on the word of God. You, you memorize them and you, 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 you use them. Pray in all circumstances. All circumstances. You don't only pray when things are hard. Pray when things are good. Pray in all circumstances. Submit all to God. The set one. Submit all to God through prayer. Submit all to God through prayer. Everything that comes, submit it to God through prayer. And then finally, work with people. Who are, whose life are working testimonies. Spend time with friends who challenge you to be better. Some of us, our friends are pulling us down. But when you work with friends who work in the faith, when they share their testimonies, you are encouraged. I was, when we were coming this morning, I was playing my cool, boring music and I told uh, the people in my car, I said, hey, I control what I hear. Some of us, we don't control what we hear. We hear, we listen to everything. And especially Ghana radio, you turn it on. Commentators. Football coach and the nine car border. Politicians, lawyers, pocket lawyers. Meanwhile, Makola Hey! When you listen to people like that in the morning, you start palpitating and your heart is giddy, 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 giddy. You can't have faith. You are reading the word of God, but that one is more powerful. There is this woman who was admitted but the woman complained ah, every time. And she's like, ah, hey, nurse, nurse, come to me. Hey, nurse. One day they decided not to mind. They say, hey, doctor, makuma you. Makumati, hey doctor Ati, hey doctor Ati. Then finally she shouted, Ah, Ati. <laughs> Rise to your feet and let's pray. <laughs> Slap your hands and lift a shout to God. <laughs> In the next few minutes, we want to pray. We want to pray that God will cause us to walk in faith. Lift your voice and begin to pray that God will cause you to walk in faith. God will cause you to walk in faith. All the things you've been afraid of, God will cause you to walk in faith. Lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice. Sonderia da Cavalabaya, Ura Babalabrasto, Benacayana Babaya, 
Let me walk in your anointing. God, increase my faith. God, increase my faith. God, increase my faith. prayer topic and then we are out of here and as we go through the week I want you to pray uh, about these prayers Mark 9 uh, verse number 20 let me show you something we are going to pray that you know sometimes we believe but our belief is suspect so they brought him to him when the spirit saw him it immediately convulsed the boy and he fell to the ground and rolled around foaming at the mouth. This is Jesus having an encounter with a boy that was possessed. Then Jesus asked, how long has this been happening to him? Jesus asked his father. He said, from childhood. From childhood. Sometimes when you experience something for so long, you accept it as part of you. That is why you can say, say, meyari because you have accepted it from childhood. You have never seen anything different. Next verse. And many times it has thrown him into fire. Abonsamia, wicked. Or water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Look at the next verse. Then Jesus said to him, if you can, if you can, everything is possible to the one who believes. Next verse. Immediately, the father of the boy cried out, I do believe. Help my unbelief. Sometimes you can believe. <laughs> and still unbelief. You see, I believe. I help. In other words, he, the boy's father was saying, that, I believe in you, Jesus. But I have been through this so long that it's almost like part 
of me. So even though I believe you, another part of me is saying that it, it will oh, It will happen. Some of us, that's where we are. We want to pray that God help our unbelief. Yes, Lord. Lift your voice and say, God, help my unbelief. God, help my unbelief. Say, Jesus, I believe you. But help my unbelief. Jesus, believe you. But help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. morning we pray according to your word of God that you help our unbelief. Father we pray that you turn things around for us. Lord just like you did for Abraham, Father do it for us. Father help us walk in faith. Activate our faith today in Jesus name. Put your hands together and lift a shout to God. Thanks for tuning in. We believe you've been blessed by today's word. For video recordings of teachings by Reverend Alijah, visit our Facebook page at Harvest Missions Chapel. For prayers and counseling, kindly call or WhatsApp the numbers 0244-865-523 or 054-230-3868. To share your testimonies or to support the ministry in cash or kind, Contact us on 0244-865-523.